Hi, I'm Howard Mitnick, host of Gateway Music. Join me as I talk with people about the artists and albums that changed their lives, and about the artists and albums that changed mine. Available on the Upford Network and wherever you get your podcasts. friends for another episode uh listeners of uh the last episode will know that we had a uh, christian rock museum owner on the show and i was editing that episode this morning and i figured out that the switchfoot song that none of us could figure out on the last episode was dare you to move and i've been listening listening to that all morning i'm getting big reactions from the guests of this episode they they seem to love that song uh apparently from the film a walk to remember uh, has a big, a big, they are giving me affirmative signs. This is great. Uh, kind of forgot about that song. Did get it confused with Hoobastank's The Reason, but uh, those are very different. Yeah, also getting <laughs> affirmative reactions for that song from the guests of this episode. So I guess these guests are big fans of like early 2000s uh, emotional rock. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. One of my guests is doing uh, emo hair. Uh, this is this is great. Love this enthusiasm. So let's let's get them out here. Uh, we're here. To, we're not here to talk about emotional rock from the early two thousands. We're here to talk to some friends of mine. Uh, so please, on that note, welcome to the show, my good friend Sam. Please, uh, Sam, welcome to the show. Hey, Stefan. Uh, uh, how are you? Oh, of course. How are how are you doing today, Sam? What are you What are you up to these days? Um, I'm doing well. It's just um. We're good friends, right? Of, of course, um, you could, yeah. Yeah, so uh, this is a little bit embarrassing, but mm. I just I just had like a Star Wars marathon. Oh, no way. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, it's just, it's so nerdy and stuff. I'm just, I'm just like that, you know, I mean, I, I know like my other friends are into it, but that's just like who I am. Right. Uh, and what are your, what would you say your other friends are into? Well... I'm gonna be honest when I say friends. I mean, we're talking about like the other girls in my grade level. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, you know, and then you know, they 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 just kind of like the chick flicks and the rom com mm. and things like that. But I'm just, you know, I'm just not like them. <laughs> You're not like those other girls. I think <laughs> no. is is what I could say and what you love to say. Well, yeah, it's just you know, like the okay. Oh my gosh, this is embarrassing. Also, but like. I love, I love pizza. And no. like, if I could eat pizza every day, it's oh like, my god! Oh, that's wow. all I would eat. <laughs> I like, okay. I, I like junk food and stuff like that. I mean, I if I'm right there with you, if I could eat pizza every day, I absolutely would. Uh, and I'm sure. No, when you... oh my god. That's just that's so weird of us. And so we're so in sync, you and I. <laughs> Uh, but for me, I'm very much like my friends or the people at my grade level, which at this point is coworkers. Uh, in that, me and my boys, we can eat pizza all the time. Uh, it's a little different for you, because what are your friend? What are your friends? I'm putting that in air quotes. They're eating what salads and pumpkin spice lattes. 
Yeah, like you know, they they like their pumpkin spice lattes. It's, um, they they just love like um, smoothie bowls and mm. like, like, like jamba juice and oh, things like that. Yeah, and it's like it's just not my vibe, you know. No. So did you watch all all three prequels, all three original trilogy, and all three of the sequels? Oh, totally! Like I watch it with all, I watch it with all my guy nerd friends. It's oh. just they're so much more fun to be around, you know. I just no drama. I hate drama. Oh, and I think we all hate drama. Um, and yeah. and who are who are your your guy friends? Your good guy buds? Who are what are their names? Who are we talking about? Well, we're talking. We we have J Boy. Oh, um, and he's going. He he he's gonna be the next Skrillex, you know. Like he okay. speaks. He speaks to my soul with his yeah. music. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he just does it with like the 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 thing on his iPad. But I swear, he has he has the the chops to to make it in the music industry. So we mm -hmm. have J Boy, and then yeah. I also and I also hang out a lot with with Dar. Dar is like he is. <laughs> Like if 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 we weren't such good friends, we would totally date. But not like you know. It's just he, he likes girls, geek girls, and mm. I'm like, I'll, you know, I have never even worn makeup, and I don't even wear heels. No, and I see no. right now you're you're wearing that big black hoodie. Uh, is there is there a band on the front of that hoodie? Uh, it looks like there might be a band name. Oh there. yeah, it's yeah. definitely like <laughs> it's my chemical romance. Oh, of course. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they saved my life. You oh, know, they... I, have have you heard of them? <laughs> well, we do. I do have another uh, a guest who's appeared on the show once, and then once on a lost episode. Who's a huge My Chemical Romance fan. Oh and... no way! Yeah. So more people have heard of them. Yeah, and I totally like. I totally thought like maybe like these are the things only me and my friends know about. Like me and the guys know about. Well, she she sounds like someone you might be uh, cool hanging out with. Her name's Layla. She loves My Chemical Romance. She writes um, Japanese fan fiction about anime <gasps> characters. This seems like something that would be oh, in your wheelhouse. Kawaii. Well. Oh, yeah. It's very it's so very good. cute. Yeah. Uh, konnichiwa. I am I am upset. I live. I live. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is <laughs> this is great. Um, yeah. I did. I did want to. I mean, we were we were talking last week, and obviously, we're good friends. There's no drama between us. Um, no, and, no. And you drama. were saying you like hanging out with your 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 boys because there's no drama. Yeah, there. that's why we're such good friends, you and I. But you did tell me last week that Dar told J Boy uh, Skrillex was is done, and I'm wondering. I was wondering if there was any fallout from from that particular interaction. Well. You know, it's just they've been being dudes that we all are. I'm sorry, like I think of myself as a dude. Like of we're course. all dudes, like yeah, yeah, yeah we're all like dudes. in our in, in our group, we're all dudes. I like to think of us as all being dudes. So yeah. when Dar told J Boy about like Skrillex being over, it was there was a lot of like you know like the manly ego thing coming in the way, and like I I totally get that. You know, I I like I totally relate to that on that level. So, so Dar and Jay, like, uh, my understanding was that they kind of tried to fight each other almost. They, they were yelling at each other. Yeah, they were, you know, they were throwing hands. They were definitely throwing mm. hands. But I, I kind of just got in there with them. Okay. Because, you know? like, I think maybe most <laughs> girls, 
most girls would kind of get in the middle and be like, no, stop, don't fight. It doesn't right. have to be this way. Yeah. But, you know, just letting the bros be bros. Mm-hmm. And I have a bro in me. So I was like, yeah, physical. Let's get physical with it. Because I grew up with like all seven brothers. Okay. So I, I, I feel like a guy myself. Mm-hmm. Like I, I get the male psyche. I am like the man whisperer. The, oh, the interesting. The men. So you you have a way of communicating with men that that will. I mean, usually, I, my understanding of the horse whisperer is that the whispering was used to calm the horses. Whereas in your case, it seems like the whispering is used to kind of run with the horses and fight with them. Yeah, the horses let me run with them. Yeah. You know? so, like maybe maybe most of the dudes would be like, "Ew, girl, no." Hmm. But with me, I'm just there. I'm hanging in with them. You know, just hand in my pants and just mm. you know that's i i, I dig it <laughs> yeah I, I i don't get grossed out no no, no of course and so just to, just for some context and and this might be weird of me to bring up right after the hand down the pants line uh but when we're, when you say grade level what uh, what grade level are you talking about well i'm in the grade level 14 yeah so that's i'm in grade eight and our school we do like for, like that's the great that's in uh that is that should be in second year high school i think in the international waters yeah and, and just for the listeners where <laughs> remind them where you're located just they might be getting confused about all this talk of international waters <laughs> i'm located in the philippines yeah the okay fine. yes of course so grade 14 in the philippines is the same as as grade 8 here or in international waters uh, the most lawless form of school. And uh, last time we were talking, uh, <laughs> before before the whole uh, J-Boy and Dar, uh, I won't say drama because it's not drama. No, uh, it's, it's uh, you know, beef or just like, a, you know, a bro, a bro down, if you will. Um, I was curious about how your skateboarding career is going because I know that's something you were trying to, you were looking for sponsors. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So uh, my my skateboarding has been going so dope. Like mm. I have all these like new scratches on my knees okay, and my yeah. elbows, and that that tells you that you know you that's how much I want the life. Yeah. You know that's how much I that's how much I eat, breathe, and sleep the the pavement. Is right. how we say it. And I don't know what it's like in the Philippines, but here uh, I know that like. Most girls, if they get scratched, uh, they they're like, "No, I'd stop this. This hurt. Ouch, ouchy boo boo." Um, oh but, uh, <laughs> yeah, disgusting. Yeah, they're 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 precious and fragile, and yeah. that's just not how I roll. You know, life is about going in head first with yeah. with no knee pads and no helmets and rolling with the bros. Go go big and or go come home. Come at me, yeah. Come at yeah. me, highway. Come but, at yeah. me. Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure your favorite film is Grind, the skateboarding comedy from uh, early 2000s. Yes, I know 100% what that movie is. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It feels like it stars Andy Samberg, but I think it's an Andy Samberg type uh, in the main role of that movie. Well, I'm curious. So grade 8 or, or grade 14, depending on what uh, section of international waters you're in, um that means that you're you're kind of at the start of high school uh which means it's the time to make an impression on people how are you making an impression on the people in high school oh bro i don't make an impression impressions make me <laughs> <laughs> you know i i i walk what is, in what, and what does that mean 
<laughs> Whatever you want it to mean, dude. Are okay. you a dude's dude, Stefan? I thought you were a bro. Oh me, you know I, am, I, mean. I am the biggest dudes dudes. I do it all. Yeah. I watch I watch football. I drink Bud Light. Uh, yeah. Don't don't put any lime in that Bud Light because that is not the kind yeah. of Bud Light that Straight I like. Straight from the can, no glasses here. What? I don't Are own. <laughs> I don't even own glasses. I only yeah. drink from cans. And I, you know yeah. what? I'm not drinking from a bottle because a bottle looks like a dick. Hell's no. Yeah. Absolutely exactly. not. Get that away from my mouth. Get yeah, that away I, from my mouth. I drink from a can, which looks like a wider, thicker dick, because that's more yeah. masculine. That's that is more masculine, you know. And just like nothing that that makes our hands look bigger than a can. All I, right, I'm gonna. That's just how it goes. I mean, I, obviously, you probably hate school, but I'm. I bet you have a favorite subject, and I'm gonna try and guess what your favorite subject is and you and you tell me, if, me. if i'm right come, oh you want to <laughs> oh okay you're just you don't actually want to fight you're just saying come at me in like a friendly a friendly way yeah shoot okay. shot. so i i oh wow uh <laughs> i think i if i had to guess what your favorite subject is i think people might say they might be tempted to say gym but i don't think it's gym i bet it's like english i bet you have a strong bond with your english teacher is that am i right on that Man, you know me so well. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you know, I like. I know that reading is uncool and nerdy. Yeah. But just there's something about there's something about the poeticism of mm. that just like seventh grade English unleashed in me. You know. Yeah, you really identify with Holden Caulfield from Catcher in the Rye. Oh, 100%. If I ever had, like, a, a kid, I would definitely name him Caulfield. Oh, a, be- a beautiful, a beautiful name. And yeah, you know like, what? Like, Holden, Holden would have been the expected choice, but I'm just unpredictable, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm unpredictable like a, a horse in the wind. You're, you are like a horse. You're the, you're the boy, the man whisperer, but you're like a horse in the wind. Uh, <laughs> you know, Sam, it's been it's been great to talk to you. Please uh, stick around. I just want to end end on this question because I know uh, this is a question that you really like to be asked. Um, if you had to pick any character from Fight Club to represent you, uh, and I do consider Brad Pitt and Edward Norton as two different characters, even though they're the same man, uh, who who would you choose? Uh, spoiler <laughs> well, alert for Fight Club. <laughs> Yeah, Mr. Wilkins made us watch his Fight Club in English class, and that's part of why I like I like English so much because yeah. he get us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I would I feel like I I have both Brad Pitt mm. and Edward Norton inside of me. Right, like yeah. they are they are they are fighting in my brain. They are just having a blow it out in my brain. But as of the moment, I would say that I am I am just Edward Norton. Just right now, so you're he, Edward Norton. Just right now. But, yeah. you know, just maybe tomorrow I'll be Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. And then by lunchtime, I'll be Edward Norton. And by the time that it's English again, I'll be I'll be the bar of soap on the poster. Oh, wow. You just, yeah, you, you have it all. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, Sam, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. I find it very interesting that uh, Mr. Wilkins made you watch the movie instead of reading the book of Fight Club. But... <laughs> Uh, I think that's very it's cool. A, it's a public school, Stefan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, my my history and civics teacher uh, let us watch Robin Williams live on Broadway as a lesson. So I, I know where you're coming from with the public school thing. 
Uh, Sam, please stick around to talk to our other guests. It was a pleasure to talk to you, as always. Uh, tell J-Boy and Dar that I say hi. Uh, can't, can't, awesome. wait, can't, can't wait Five to get them. back with those bros again uh, next time I'm in town. Uh, but we're going to move along in the show and introduce my next friend. Uh, please welcome to the show my good friend Joey the Cactus. Welcome, Joey. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, nice to be here. Uh, oh, nice thank you. Th- I know it's uh, you're almost. It's almost your big time. You're almost. Oh, it in... is. It is. It is. Yeah. The, the time of flowering is about to come. I'm expecting in maybe a few weeks, maybe eight days max. Yes, definitely. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So for the listeners, uh, Joey the cactus is not like a cutesy nickname. Joey is a, a literal cactus, uh, and, and you are currently uh, in the process of of blooming. That's what we were. Yes, yes, yes. And then, and <laughs> yes. how long? I don't. The cactuses on my windowsill. I've never seen them bloom at all. So <laughs> I'm curious, how long does the blooming process go on for for you? Well, it it depends on the cactus, Stefan. You see, um, some cactus really cacti or cacti yeah. uh, really don't bloom at all. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm one of a I'm a I'm of the genus Amygdalocactus gymnotrizans or okay. booby cactus. Yeah, we, we bloom every uh, four months oh, wow. if we're watered correctly. Okay, that's very, very frequent. Uh, so amongst the, the cacti or the cactae, uh, a few, oh, oh and, and Joey is just pouring a watering can into his own, his own mouth. Uh, <laughs> is, it, is it like, um, like uh, human beings, we have birthday parties where we, uh, where we celebrate growing another year older. Do you have some kind of event for blooming? Uh, it's very hard, Stefan. You see, as as cacti, we bloom sometimes only once in our entire lives. Okay. And and when the time comes, everyone just gathers around you and just watches you. Like I have oh. a ton of ladies just taking photos of me, posting it on Instagram, and saying, "Okay, like, mm. hey, my cactus is about to flower. What about yours?" It right. becomes a bragging party more than a celebration, really. It's it, it's it's tiring, honestly. Okay, it's scarring. Did you say? Sorry, tiring. Tiring, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. To be, uh, I mean, recently, of course, I've watched Bo Burnham's Inside, and and I know exactly what white lady Twitter looks like now. So, yes. are you? Do you live in the house of a, a white Instagram lady who's who's taking pictures of her succulents? Fortunately, I don't live in a white woman's household. Oh. I live, I live in a woman's household. Yes, but she is Asian. Okay. She's from the Philippines. And oh, okay. Believe it or not, Stefan, they take as many photos as the white women. Right, okay. <laughs> not, if not more, if not more. So I know now there's kind of this uh, burnout of influencers and TikTok personalities. They're, they're saying, how we can't continue at this pace. We can't make this content. Uh, but we don't often hear about the, the subject of that content, i.e. the cactus. Uh, and you say you're tired. Um, and you're about to bloom, so your big performance is coming up. How does it feel constantly being under observation like that? It, it feels like it, it feels like a, more of a of a time bomb actually. Mm. Before before the age of Instagram or any photographic medium, cacti uh, like I, cacti like I, mm-hmm. have the sole purpose of just surviving. Right. Yes, surviving. We we don't live for the purpose of of being, as they say, decorative mm. stuff that you can find all around your your 
your your house mm-hmm. we used to be solitary plants that live in the middle of the desert and yes, then of course the, the the humans came and like uprooted us and started quote unquote i'm doing air quotes yeah, with yeah. my thorns domesticated dom- mm. domesticating cacti and suddenly now, we just become this sort of spectacle for everyone else mm. That's that's tough. So so you did say before the invention of the photographic medium, uh, if we had to assign a grade level, i.e., an age, to yourself, uh, have you been around for hundreds of years? Huh. Personally, I have been around for for less than a year. Oh, okay. I'd say nine <laughs> months. Yes. So where did you where did you learn all of this history from in your in your oh. short year of existence? Uh, the the mango tree outside the window <laughs> told me all about this. You know, okay. as 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 member of the flora, yeah, we only we only pass knowledge. We get knowledge by, um, I would say not the grassroots, but rather, you know, these are just like branch branches of information that we get from, okay. from other plants. So you, uh, I mean, you you live in this uh, this lady's house. You're on her Instagram, but you also have kind of a community there. It sounds like you have the mango tree. Uh, what other plants does she have hanging around? Oh, that you talk she, to? she has this uh, what I call a diva plant. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. It literally just she literally she he it they them. Yeah. Uh. We don't really talk that much because. Mm. It's such a diva, and it's like yeah. wilts every time it doesn't get watered. Mm. Like after one day of not getting watered, it wilts. I'm like, come on, it's just water. Yeah, you're sitting over there in your pot of dry soil for months. That's true. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's coming from a place of privilege because I am a cactus and not so much in need of mm. of water. But it's it, always I good to to rethink and keep in mind our own privilege as my understanding of how to live life uh so it's good it's good that you're and maybe you should apologize to the diva plant for letting your own privilege get in the way of of seeing them as a a full plant i probably should (laughs) now i know so do you are you able to uh i mean we see you you're uh, watering yourself with the watering can you're spraying yourself down with the, the spray bottle uh, there they are. You're doing it again. Um, <laughs> are you able to kind of uh, move yourself around the apartment, or are you 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 can only move kind of your upper part? Uh, just my upper part. Yes. Um, I, I I go where the sun is. Yeah, and I remember once we were we were chatting, uh, and the the lady had she doesn't know where your face is, uh, and she turned you to face the wall by accident, and you were kind. Of, how long were you stuck there for? Oh, you know what? You know what, Stefan? I was there for two weeks. Oh my God! Like it, it's obvious that the brown spot in front of the pot was the where my face is. Mm. I thought she knew. I thought she understood how right. I worked because she. I've been in this house for over nine months, and all of a sudden, whoop, I'm facing the wall. Wow. But you know what got me through all of that, Stefan? What's you know that what got one? me through? No, tell me. Tell me the secret. Classical music, Stefan. Oh, because she's <laughs> listening to classical music or you were singing it to yourself? Oh, the mango tree, Stefan, told oh. me all about classical music. Okay. All about it. So all the, about it. The, the mango tree saw a, a friend in need, a tiny friend facing the wall, and, and they serenaded you. Yeah. 
sang me all kinds of areas for Mozart mm. or even the Firebird Orchestra of Stravinsky. Wow. It was it was a revelation, really. Now, how long, how does the mango tree know all of this? Probably from another tree or another, another grass tree. or another plant. Wow. So there's just this entire network. Do you ever worry that because you hear everything from the mango tree, the mango tree is lying to you about everything and everything you oh. know is wrong? <laughs> we have no way to verify that, Stefan, but we always come from a place of trust because plants won't eat other plants except the weeds. They're terrible. Mm. Well, I think there's an easy way to test this out. Uh, why don't you sing a little of the Mozart that the tree sang to you and we can I can tell you if it's a, actually a Mozart song. All right, I am going to sing to you the second movement of Mozart's Sonata in C major. Okay. <laughs> this is the moderato part. Okay. It goes. Now, I mean, that was beautiful. Uh, applause. Absolutely. Very beautiful. Um, the mango tree taught me well. Yes. Thank you. I realized while you were singing, I, I made a faux pas in that I entered into this test uh, under the pretense that I would be able to identify a Mozart song. And I find myself unable to identify whether that's Mozart or not. So let's assume the mango tree is telling the truth. Mango tree knows it all, Stefan. The mango tree. He, he, he's the elder, and I am but uh, his young apprentice. In this. His young nine-month-old apprentice. So mm -hmm. as we, uh, just before I move on to the next guest of the evening, I'd, I'd like to know, you know, you live at the whims of this lady whose house you live in. You're, you have friends, but they're, they're at a distance from you. What do you want? What do you want to do? Who do you want to be? Um, what are you, what are your dreams? If I weren't a cacti, Stefan, I would, I would have dreamt to be a, a classical performer, mm. but now living my purpose as one of the members of the flora, I would just like to get it over with, get this flower <laughs> blooming and maybe live my life as a dry carcass of what was once a bold Thorny spectacle. Wow, that started off really optimistically <laughs> and then went to a very, very dark place. Uh, I don't know if Sam is still on the line, but that sounds uh, like something you would be very inspired by. Uh, I vibe. I vibe with him. You vibe. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, he's he's basically. I mean, it's probably. I have the same problem with My Chemical Romance that I do with Mozart, and that I don't know their music. But that sounded exactly like My Chemical Romance lyrics to me. I would have that that dude in my thigh. <laughs> Oh, I, uh, that that's great. Um, but don't get me wrong. Uh, nine months is like 67 human years. Oh, my goodness. So, so I am pretty old. You are, are very old. So that means that uh, so one, if nine months are, I can't even do the math. I'm just failing academically on all levels. It's around, it's around, around eight, eight years per month. Per month. That sounds right to me. Uh, did the mango tree, tree teach you math? Oh no, um, <laughs> the, 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 our, our body clocks are in date. Oh. So we have different body clocks from trees. They okay. know when they're gonna die. Ah. 
Oh, so you know when you're going to die. What's uh, What date are you going to die on? Let's see. Uh, I'll check my calendar. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's <laughs> the, the 12th of June right now over here. Yeah, here too. Oh, I have uh, two months, 23 days left. Two months. So that would put you uh, June 12th, July 12th, August 12th, September 12th. All right. You can come to my birthday party. And that's perfect. That's really just what I wanted to know. Awesome. Uh, so that's uh, Joey. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, please stick around um, and and chat with I, us. I, I have no choice. You really have, unless the lady comes <laughs> and and turns you again. Uh, mm -hmm. You kind of. I'm I'm even surprised you got us. I guess she just had this Zoom meeting open somehow, and you just happened to be there. Um, Shh. <laughs> I will. Hey, my lips are sealed. You're my friend, not her. I don't like her at all. Her, I think her Insta Instagram is pedestrian and boring. Um, but, uh, let's, let's move on to my last friend of the evening. Uh, please welcome to the show, uh, a bead of, welcome to the show, a bead of sweat. Hello. I was just born at the nape of the neck. Wow. Okay. So we, what a range of ages we've yes. had today. We've had a nine month yet 67 year old cactus. We've had a grade eight level student. And now we have a newborn bead of sweat format. Yes. Are you aware of who you're on? Uh, yes. Uh, because I hung out in his hair follicles for a while. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> True, when I think about it. Yeah. Oh, you made me laugh, Stefan. And, and who is this man that you're, uh, you're at the neck of? Yes, uh, it is a teenage boy, uh -huh. I believe around the age of 15 or so. Uh, and he goes by the name Dar. <gasps> no. No. Yes. No. He loves something called Skrillex. Oh. <sighs> well, he's then Bro. he's he's done an about face on Skrillex then, because Dar was the one who said Skrillex was over. Did they make? Did oh. Boy and Dar make up? Well, so because I've hung out in Dar's hair follicles, I know that he secretly loves Skrillex, but that he said Skrillex was cancelled as a front. Was cancelled as a front? <gasps> yes. What does that even mean? <laughs> oh, like he was just trying to be cool to his friends. Oh, okay. I see. Yes, yes. I thought you were suggesting that Skrillex himself was a front and he was embezzling money. Oh no, I don't know. I don't know more than Dar's psyche. So it is true that I can see you in the same window as Sam. Like Sam is facing us in the Zoom window and then Dar is sitting doing something else with his back to us yes. and you're dripping down Dar's back. Well, yes, neck. exactly. I'm slowly rolling. Wow. And Sam, you can hear a bead of sweat talking in, in the room? Totally. I can, uh, you know, I can totally feel as the man whisperer, any, any <laughs> bodily liquids that come out from the man, I am completely attuned to. Of course. Now it also Any liquid like... I'm also attuned to, by the way, just so you know, I love oh. liquid. Wow. What are the chances that I would do one episode of the show and not only is everyone on that episode in the Philippines, but two of them are in the same room. This is it's insane. Yeah. Uh, Sam, is your... Is your mom on Instagram? Does she have a cactus? Yeah, she has a cactus, and a, and we have a mango tree back home. Oh my god! What? Oh wow. my god! No. Joey, are you? Oh my god! So, oh, my my mom has a mole by her left eye. 
Oh, ah, uh, you're, you're her daughter. <laughs> oh my god, that you means you're the... the one who faced me on the wall. Oh no, let's it was go back you. To the beat of sweat. Let's go back to the beat of sweat. Yeah, let's talk before we, we figure out that conflict. I mean, no drama here. Obviously, Sam has no drama. Uh, let's but the uh, plot truly thickens. The plot is thickening, much like you cannot, as the beat of sweat. It's uh, true. So uh, you, it did seem like you were implying that by being in the on the hair follicles of Dar's head, you could read his thoughts. Yes, yes, I I was embedded uh, deep into his scalp for a while, which oh is goodness. connected to your thoughts. And so does that mean that you can consistently hear Dar's thoughts or as you move down his back, you will be in attuned to different aspects of Dar's body? Yes. Now now I've lost the connection. I don't know if you can hear my voice breaking. It's because I'm hitting adolescence as oh. a bead of sweat traveling oh. down. Oh, okay. So you're you're going through life traveling down Dar's back. Yes. And, oh man, I, I don't like to think about this, but like for all of us, as it goes, at the end of your life, you'll end up at an ass. It's true that death is at the crack is what we say in the sweat <laughs> world. Death is at the crack. <laughs> oh man. So now that you're rolling down Dar's neck, what aspects of him are you attuned to? At the You were attuned to his thoughts before? Or are you at the neck? Are you, when he gets chills, I guess? Yes, uh, well, uh, now I can feel his upper body tension from playing a lot of video games. Mm. Yeah, I can't uh, see in the in the back of Sam's Zoom window that he's in Call of Duty right now. Yes, and I'm uh, I'm also feeling his back knee. Oh, uh, and in the in the bead of sweat community, is that kind of like a moguls when you go skiing? Yes, exactly. Yeah. For for us, back knee is very fun. We're very fond of it. Yeah, for the the teenager in question, horrifying. But for you, yes. you're you're being pretty extreme right now. Yeah. And you are also a teenager. It's true. Now I've hit full adolescence, and I'm just having a great time on these slopes. Oh, your voice is it's just changed so much. <laughs> Uh, the cracking is gone, and now it's you're you're a teenager. So, yeah. I mean, I have a lot of the same questions for you that I had for Joey the cactus. In that, how you were just born on the the top of Dar's head? How are you aware of what's in store for you? What uh, what's going to happen? Who you are? What is sweat? What sweat is? How has this passed on? Well, you know, hair is basically dead, so it's kind of like <laughs> communing with the dead. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's like, like uh yeah, just an and it's like hanging out in a graveyard. Right. So you're born into a séance. Yes, exactly. You, you learn everything you need to know and then you say, "All right, I'm out of here as a baby." Yeah. And you take off down the back. Totally. Yeah, exactly. And so after the what's uh, what are you looking forward to on your journey? I mean, we have the shoulder blades, we have the spine, the center of the back, the lower back, and then as you say, the crack. It's true. I mean, the the back knee was definitely a big part of it. Mm, yeah. But um, you know, I've always heard I've heard that there can be uh, dimples. Mm -hmm. I've heard of something called the love handle. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to find out what that realm looks like. Um, well, Sam, I know I know that 
Sam, I know you're just one of the bros. You're one of the dudes. And you totally. did you did say earlier that if Dar and you weren't such bros, you'd probably be dating. Um, so I, yeah. I, I kind of want to get a picture of what Bead of Sweat is in for. So just as a bro, Sam, if you could kind of describe Dar's body, specifically his back, in great detail, I think that'll give us a clue in terms of what Bead of, of Sweat can expect. Well, okay, so Dar's back is like the dunes of a desert. Oh. It's very pale. Oh, interesting. It's very pale. Okay. Uh, but the, the, the sands of his experience and mm. his physicality shift as he's hunched over the glowing light of Call of Duty. So mm. there will be a lot of backache mm. there, but underneath the flesh pounds the beating heart of a true bro that is actually too soft for the world. And he also told me <laughs> that he has a tattoo of Sonic the Hedgehog holding hands with Mario back there. But I've never actually seen it because bros don't show bros shirtlessnessness. Oh. So you're gonna have to confirm that with me, beat of sweat. Even even when J Boy and Dar were were doing a fist fight, they didn't pop their shirts off right before. No, they're scrawny fifteen-year-old oh. boys. They have nothing to show, Stefan. What were you like when you were fifteen? Oh man, I my understanding of fifteen-year-old boys is that when there's a fight to be had, they're gonna pop those shirts off, no matter what. But maybe that's, you know, cultural differences. I need to go to school where you went to school. Maybe, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come over to small town Ontario. Uh, so Beat of Sweat, does that kind of give you an idea of, of what to plan for? What to, what to expect? Yeah. Like, I wasn't totally sure what the different vibrations mm. or uh, the different sounds I was hearing are. But now I know. It's the heart. It's just too soft for this world. Well, now, I guess before we we leave the topic of Sam and Dar as bros, when you were up on Dar's head, you were reading his thoughts. Did he have any thoughts about uh, Sam kicking around? In oh, there? yeah. Oh, what was he, yeah. what was he thinking? Um, I found that, you know, now I'm uh, in my early 20s, but um... <laughs> <laughs> I found that he felt quite a strong sense of affection for Sam. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Dude. What, I, what I gathered from the hair follicles is that he wished he could brush the hair out of your eyes sometimes and gaze oh. into your into the sparkliness of your soul. Oh, no. <laughs> when we made our bro pack, I said, don't fall in love with me ever, bro, because mm. I'm just a, a tumbleweed in the wind. No, man, he wrote, uh, no, uh, sorry, I was going back to my adolescence for a second. It was, you know, it's hard as a bead of sweat. No, no, not at all. Um, I was reading actually a poem that he wrote for you in his mind um, oh. about how you're not, not a tumbleweed, but rather you are like this cactus in your home that has a flower growing out of it. And you are the flower in his cactus of a world. Hey, don't, th don't 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 take this away from me. My flower is my own. Yeah, this this seems thought, kind of appropriative. I thought all that he saw were my thorns. Oh wow! I mean, I'll just I'll just point out that all of this sounds like a My Chemical Romance song. <laughs> uh, Joe, jo Joey, you were about to say something. I cut you off with my bit. Yeah, yeah, it's it's floral appropriation, guys. Yeah, just sure. so you know, um, it's it's. We're 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 thorny, but we're we're fun. We're fun. We're fun things. Thorny, but thorny, but fun. 
Um, well, bead of sweat. Uh, I can't really tell from looking at you. I would imagine by now you're in your early 30s. Yeah, I'm I'm getting pretty concerned about his skincare routines here okay. on the lower back. Um, now, now, as a bead of sweat in their 30s, what are you thinking? Are you kind of freaking out that you wasted your 20s uh, in the shoulder blades and you should have tried harder to be more financially stable or to meet someone? What are, What's going through your head right now? Oh, for sure. I'm like, maybe there was a way that I could have been a bit more viscous over the years mm, so mm. that I could have done this journey a little bit slower. Yeah. Um, are there moistures I could have absorbed from the scalp that would have right. really helped that? But here I am almost, I feel like I'm at the end of my lifetime already, even though I have a little bit of a journey to the crack. Yeah. Well, uh, you're not, you're, it's just thirties. I mean, it's, it's true. Not, you still have a lot of years um, I, yeah, I mean, it's crazy how on this one episode we have a, a guest who's a human who ages normally, a cactus who has eight years per month, and a bead of sweat, which is like five years every 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> which is an insane. Um, where I'm where also, are you? Yeah. I'm wondering if I should have tried to break off into new little beads of sweat. Mm, yeah. But here I am, just the one, the whole, which uh, maybe means that. My wholeness is more, you know, I'll be more complete as a bead of sweat. But should mm. I have tried to make more droplets? I don't know. Who know? Yeah, and, and kind of guided them. Yeah. Down the back as well, and and you know, it's every bead of sweat's uh, dream. I would imagine to go to the crack, but know that your your little beads of sweat are continuing around the cheek down it's onto true. the leg. It's true. Yes. Um, yes. No, no big bead of sweat wants their little beads of sweat to reach the crack. Before, no, before no. they do, it's it's pretty tragic when that. But happens. they could have had the chance to explore the the inner side of the knee. Oh, pretty much Valhalla for a. <laughs> yeah. Sweat. Now I do notice I could see that you're uh, you're down at the lower back now. Uh, you're looking pretty intently. I see that Dar has a photo of a big red sports car on his wall. You're gazing at that. Um, I do think I heard you singing uh, Bon Jovi. A yeah, it's my life. Mm -hmm. It's now or never. Ah, big, big hit. Mozart. Oh, that I I. Uh... Oh, was that not Mozart? <laughs> oh yeah. Not even close, Stefan. I'm so sorry. The mango tree disagrees. Oh man, the mango tree is so much smarter than me. Uh, so I guess you're in your 40s now. Beat of sweat. Your uh, midlife crisis in full swing. Oh yeah, totally. You're, you're, you're. I, oh my God, you're throwing finger guns at that young, those younger bees of sweat up at the top. That's disgusting. Keep it in your fucking sweatpants. I've gotten a. You know, I'm, I'm sitting on the tattoo right now, and oh. I feel like I'm getting a tattoo by proxy. Yeah. What would, what tattoo would you get? Um, at this point in my life, I would, uh, I would probably get a rose emerging from some thorns, mm. um, you know, to symbolize that I continue to bloom, even though I faced hardships in my life. Yeah, absolutely. And this is a question I, I like for everyone on the podcast. So Sam, uh, if you could get a tattoo, what, what would you get? I would, uh, again, you know, just something unique and one of a kind mm -hmm. uh, that represents who I am. Maybe an infinity symbol. Infinity, maybe the, the skeleton from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. 
yeah oh, i vibe with that too you know yeah. um you know maybe most most ones will want to have like you know like an anchor or whatever but mm. i would th- or you know i would have a mustache on my finger because that oh. is so unique and one of a kind like, hilarious <laughs> like <laughs> just hilarious you know raw <laughs> and uh joey same question for you if if you could get a tattoo what would you what would personally you i think i'm too old for tattoos mm. but i've always dreamed of of having a human arm as a tattoo oh okay interesting yeah because because like all of these white ladies just or ladies in general have like tattoos of flowers and leaves right looks grotesque <laughs> in my perspective <laughs> really <laughs> uh, maybe it will look good on me like uh, an arm it's like yeah so you would want a, like a disembodied human arm yeah. Yeah, that's true. On, on your body. <laughs> or like a finger. Yeah. Like a pinky finger. finger. You would want or an a, eyeball. An yeah. eyeball seems nice. <laughs> I think that's a great oh beat of sweat. Are you okay? You look like you're you're stooped. You're kinda of hunched uh, over. Oh your yeah. voice. You, you know, I'm uh, I'm closer to retirement. I'm at the peak of the crack. Oh um, no, beat of sweat. It's, I've had a good journey, you know. I'm I'm glad I get to rest here, nestle a little bit at the the top of the crack, as just relax, you know, well up a little bit yeah. before the end. Well, what do you want? We have an opportunity here. Sam can pass along some wisdom from you to the beads of sweat that are. She can whisper them to the the beads of sweat forming on Dar's head right now, uh, tenderly. I would imagine, since they're obviously going to fall in love. What what do you hey. want to? I'm but I call it like I see it. And you and Dar are crazy for each other, and you should just get past this this friendship and and make it something more. Oh, I've just feelings. Oh. I know feelings are hard. They're so hard. Uh, but before we do that, beat of sweat. What do you want to pass down to future generations? Uh, I I just want them to know, you know, to really enjoy the journey. Um, really nestle in every crevice possible <laughs> um just enjoy that moisture really feel it out mm-hmm. yeah and i i would wish for them to uh to have a hot day yeah where they might be even sweatier even yeah sweatier. Oh, yeah oh, i can see your your meniscus is drooping you're going over the the bulge of the tailbone yes beat of sweat it's been it's been so good to talk to you uh, it's oh, been, thank you. But it'll been, it'll be great to nestle between the cheeks. I I've looked forward to this for a oh, time. Please uh, tell me have, what it's like. Tell me what it's like. <laughs> yeah, make sure uh, to tell, tell her Sam. what it smells like. Yeah, what it's like in between Dara's cheeks. They're surprisingly, very smooth. Oh. He still maintained his baby's bottom skin. Wow, this sounds. I guess it goes with his smooth <laughs> desert-like back. <laughs> oh, Sam! Oh, it was, crying. It was so lovely to meet you, Sam. Take a chance on Dar. Oh, wow! Oh, I have and, a journal about this. And uh, Joey the cactus, uh, may you have a a water droplet that drips down your body one day. Wow! Uh, thank you very much. What a positive. Thank you very much. Yes. Cherish, cherish every time you sweat. I I'm cherishing it right now in this room without air conditioning. When you I, when you say oh I'm sweating, say it with joy. I will, and I'll make sure to talk to all the bees of sweat, and I'll think I'll think real hard at them when they're up up on my head. Thank you. Wow. Goodbye, bead of sweat. Goodbye.
I must rest now. Oh, wow. <sighs> well, that was beautiful. This this whole podcast has been an emotional roller coaster for everyone involved. Uh, we have to take a break, but thank you to Be The Sweat. Thank you for to Joey the Cactus, and, and thank you to Sam for being on this portion of the show. Uh, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back after that. Hi, I'm Anthony Giorgio, host and producer of Queer Teen Podcast. Queer Teen Podcast encourages the next generation of queer youth from across the world to stand up for what's right. Listen, learn, and love as you get to know the next queer youth leaders of the world. Queer Teen Podcast celebrates, elevates, and narrates how the LGBTQ plus community uses our voices to tell our stories. You can find Queer Teen Podcast on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. And please, please, please subscribe today. And don't forget to listen, learn, and love. I think Sarah, the concept that every bead of sweat would be sentient is terrifying. <laughs> Ter- like the the casualness with which we brush it away, and and the it's something that's considered disgusting. This is like a whole different view on on sweat that you provide here. <laughs> it's true. Some beads of sweat would never even get to do their gentle roll because they'd just be wiped. Wiped away, or yeah, or, or they wouldn't even reach the ass crack. They'd be they'd evaporate. Exactly. Or absorb, absorb into the shirt. Oh, yes. Yeah, diffused into like like synthetic material. <laughs> just the this is a terrifying realization. <laughs> It's like a like a Terminator style, like something becomes sentient and, and ruins the world. Ah, wow. I guess it's uh, pretty toasty in your apartment. That's uh, that's the inspiration for this. Yeah, this week uh, we in Montreal there was a heat wave. Yeah, multiple heat much, warnings. Yeah, as much as I tried to be like, I'm Egyptian, I can handle this. Mm. I was also dying and languishing with the rest. Yeah, and people were really tired of you telling strangers just randomly, hey, I'm Egyptian, I can handle this. <laughs> the, the cashiers at the grocery store were like, oh, it's her again. We know. <laughs> we know. Uh, get some business cards printed or something. Uh, Carl, I want to, I wanna, I mean, same, actually same question as, as Sarah. Like if cactuses were sentient too, <laughs> equally horrifying. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I think I have a cactus that Carl is. Uh, inspired yeah, it's the movie one. Is it the ca- yeah, it's um, the can you turn part. on my uh, video, Stefan? Oh yeah. I mean, I think I can't turn it back on, but only you can turn. Oh, it I need on. your permission. Oh, you do. It says you can't start your video because the host has stopped it. Oh, okay. This is riveting for the podcast listeners. <laughs> uh, <laughs> ask to start video. There we go. Um, we're yeah, we're all about to look at a cactus that they will not be able to see. Uh, and the the suspense is holy Ooh, shit! Look at that thing! Whoa! That's yeah. crazy! Look at its l- the little cat and penguin figurines at the bottom. That's yeah. such a sassy cat. So this was this is what it was based on, Carl. This this yeah. And is it in fact about to bloom? I don't think they flower. I think they okay. They don't flower. And are you? I mean, are you good at taking care of plants as a person? Because I am not, uh, Carl. So I'd like to know. I am better at taking care of farm plants, but not not household plants. Right, farm yeah, plants are tougher, tougher to me. Mm-hmm. Well, 
I think I think um there's less chances of overwatering them. Yeah. I'm very I'm very generous as as a person and overwatering houseplants like bam dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do that. I do that all the time. Uh, I think all most of my plants are in bad shape because I'm like, oh, you look dry. You look like you want some water. Um, I I want to know. It was this you as a teenager? Were you this? Uh, were you the not like other girls, girl? I have to a little bit, a little, a little bit. bit. There was definitely that that Taylor Swift song where it's like she wears short skirts. And I wear t-shirts. T-shirt. Yeah. On the bleachers. Yeah. One of one of my all. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, <laughs> Taylor Swift wrote this specifically about my life. That's, yeah. That's how. <laughs> and then recently re-recorded it and released it again as Taylor's version. So uh, support that version oh. instead of uh, Scooter Braun. That's true. Um, that's true. So how did this, uh, when you were a teenager, how did this manifest itself? Did you uh, dress in uh, uh, clothing, like dark clothing or the music you listened to? Yeah. 100% I would refuse to wear dresses I'd always be in my converse it'd be mm. like I think in a, a line in the sketch that this character originally appeared in was like uh, you know I'm not like other girls I would totally wear my Chuck Taylors during my wedding day oh of course yeah <laughs> that was definitely like the vibe which is um, actually something I like a thing that I see now I feel like on Instagram is yeah. bride, like brides in their dress wearing chucks I feel like that's a, a trope now yeah that's what the whole thing is just like the irony of how people think that it's so unique yeah. but it's actually per per perhaps the most unique thing yeah we're, we're all the same and we're all unoriginal and <laughs> none of us are special and uh, nobody cares nobody remembers and we all die well alone <laughs> That's you. Those are your words. Your sentient bead of sweat. Yeah. Then you die on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Which is that's how that's how I want to go. I want to go when I'm like 99 recording this show. I'll get you all back on as guests and on my deathbed, and we can record into the great beyond for me. Let's do some plugs. Uh, I you're already talking, so uh, feel free to plug anything you have going on shows, or if you have like a TV show you like, or a book you read, or whatever you want. It's uh, we've done 50, 50 minutes of my bullshit. Now it's time for your your things. Awesome, thank you, Stefan. <laughs> well, Carl and I are both <laughs> Carl and I are both teachers uh, from Third World Improv. That is a the first improv school in the Philippines, and great. We are, so that's where you can find us. And now, especially now that everything's online, it'd be really cool. You know, just getting Southeast Asian comedy and uh, fun times out there. Outside of that, I have a course on... This is going to be for the more permanent stuff. I, I, I find yeah. it weird to plug shows not knowing when. Um, but more permanently, I have a course on the Improv Learning Center, which is like a Skillshare or Coursera, but all yeah. for improv and comedy, which is super fun. Um, We've all discovered, it was painful, but we've all discovered ways to turn the very spontaneous and immediate art of improv yeah. and make it something that lasts forever on the internet. Yeah. So hopefully, yep, that's Improv Learning Center. That's um, uh, that's awesome. And you said, the, is it uh, Third World Improv? Yep, Third World Improv on Facebook and on okay. Instagram as well. And just find me on Instagram as well, at Monsters. There you go. Uh, Carl. Let's. Uh, I feel like a lot of those plugs will overlap, but uh, your turn. 
Yeah, aside from aside from the, the third world improv stuff, I and I are also performing in a team called Housekeeping Improv. It's it's the our Philippine uh, yeah it's the house team of third world improv and we do shows every Friday. Wow, we've been doing it. Yeah, shows every Friday. Saturday. Well, Sat Saturday. Oh yeah, sorry. We do shows every <laughs> Saturday. I'm sorry. I'm getting my days messed up. And yes, it's a uh, facebook.com slash housekeeping improv. Great. Awesome. You have so much. You sh- a lot of my guests don't have a lot going on, but you two are, are killing it in the plugs department. Uh, Sarah, same question to you. The only thing I have <laughs> is my <laughs> sketch group with IE and Carl. Yeah. Called New Baby. And I think our show is the second Saturday of every month. Yes. But it's super fun. It's with Improv College and super awesome. Um, I wanna I wanna recommend to everybody to rewatch The Phantom Menace. It's not as bad as you remember. It's actually <laughs> a very decent Star Wars film. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I I really like the part with Greg Proops in it. That part's yeah. great. But um... Attack of the Clones is very bad. But it's it is comedically bad, so I would still recommend it mm. for the comedy. No, there's good parts. I take back what I said. Which one's the one with sand? The sand conversation. Oh, that's Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. Okay. I just yeah. know, I know the memes. Yeah, that dialogue uh, is very good. Uh, and there's Boba Fett. That is that is true. Oh, Django Fett, rather, sorry. Yes. Wow, I thought you were a real fan. Guess not. You better stop that Lego Instagram account. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna follow me anywhere, follow me at Star Wars Lego Adventure. Yeah. Uh, it's awesome, y'all. <laughs> Uh, I has just posted in the chat that the next show for the house team is 26th of June. I th- this might be out before then. If it's not, uh, as I always say, travel back in time and go watch th- and it'll, specifically it'll to watch that show. Yeah. If you invent a time machine, you, the first thing you do with it is to fucking travel back and watch the improv college sketch team house team show. <laughs> That's what you should do. Oh my goodness. That's what we're here representing. Yeah, this has been uh, some good friends for another re- week. Uh, thank you so much to Sarah and I and Carl for being on the show. Really appreciate you all being here. They're all dancing in the Zoom window. It's just <laughs> so much fun in here. Uh, that That's it. Thank you for listening. Uh, that's been some good friends. I'll see you next time. Bye. Those were friends, good friends of mine. I talked to them for podcast time.